0: Feel the Ad Love, a podcast produced by Radio Lounge, featuring conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing work. Their stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. And just so you know, Radio Lounge is a destination for audio production services for broadcast, film, on-location, audio experiences, digital media. We also offer podcast training. Podcast production and distribution through our new podcast studios, voice coaching, and the production of high end voice talent demos. Bottom line every day is a new adventure in sound. Drop by for a virtual visit anytime at RadioloungeUSA.com. What's on your mind? Well, I can pretty much guarantee that I know what's on your mind uh, the coronavirus. Uh, looking as we're recording this podcast, uh, today in the world, uh, over a million uh, cases, 70-plus um, new cases, uh, over 4,000 deaths. And I really don't want to dwell on, on, on that aspect of what's going on. I, I, it, it was interesting, though, and I'm talking to Valentina Gomez-Bravo uh, with uh, Bunker 58, and we're going to have a, maybe some solutions for you and some good ideas as to what your business can do uh, in these incredibly crazy times. I was looking at uh, Italy is still uh, Italy is still Valentina having a, a, an upsurge in, in cases. Uh, 760 as the recording of, of today. Um, and uh, man, I'll tell you one thing, um, it, it, the, the numbers are so big. I, I've never seen anything like this and, and, and I'm sure neither have you. I, I thought it was really interesting that uh, Wimbledon was cancelled. Uh, because of the virus and uh, a benchmark there the first time that wimbledon has been canceled since world war ii holy cow that's a big deal but i don't want to focus on that i want to focus on the good stuff valentina gomez bravo founder ceo and creative director bunker 58 a multi passionate entrepreneur thought leader change maker helping entrepreneurs and small to mid-sized businesses reach their full potential and achieve their dreams while working toward making the world a better place. I'll tell you one thing, we need that right now. Thanks for uh, spending time with us today, Valentina. It's good to talk to you.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me, Ray. It is, we do need a lot of that right now. It is a very strange moment to be experiencing, to say the least.
0: You know, you've come up with on your website at Bunker58 some really good notes, uh, and, and as you represent a... Uh, Small and mid-sized businesses, I think this is important to note. Of course, you can go to the Bunker 58 website if you want to get a a personal copy of this, and I suggest you do. But there are so many uh, talking points uh, about how brands are supposed to and and should communicate uh, during the coronavirus uh, crisis. You know, you just don't want to cross the line. You want to make sure that you are not uh, obviously taking advantage of this situation, and I think there's a very, very, very fine line of what should be said and what shouldn't be said. Uh, we were talking uh, prior to recording this podcast uh, about the fact that we are still bombarded by these idiotic robocalls. It's like, really, really stop it already. Come on, we got other stuff to talk about. The Valentina, you've got uh, some great things here. And uh, we can just go through your list of incredibly good uh uh, suggestions. Your first on the list was uh, use your brand values as your compass. Tell us uh, what you mean by that.
1: Well, as you were mentioning, uh, and we were talking about it, like a lot of we've seen a lot of no nos happening right now from different companies and, you know, people doing things that one, we would not expect to be happening right now and that are just common sense practices of, you know, in moments like this, what should not and what should be said. And um, we've seen huge brands already, you know, taking action to being open about what they're doing, maybe shutting down, sharing their reasons, you know, actively engaging and helping out the community. And that speaks volumes to who they are as companies. And whatever any company does now, regardless of the size, even if it's you know, you just started in business a month ago. It doesn't matter. Um, whatever we do today is going to be a brand defining moment for the aftermath of this crisis that we're all going through. So I put that as my first thing to take into account using your brand values as your compass, because it's defining of who you are as a business. So it's, Within your brand values, you have authenticity, honesty, you know care for the community, quality work we care for our team whatever you have as as your values in your company, this is the time to not only showcase those and share those but to actually act on them like you were mentioning it's very easy to cross that line from actually trying to stay afloat and still you know, market and look like you're taking advantage of the situation, which is what we should avoid at all costs at this point.
0: I think two of the words that resonate most for me are uh, with with the virus or without the virus uh, in uh, marketing uh, terms today is transparency and honesty. People see right through uh, a veil of uh, what might be an attempt to uh, pull the wool over somebody's eyes, and I think there. Especially in times like this, uh, uh, consumers are much more tuned to, really, what are you, what are you really trying to do here? And uh, I think that's important, as you say. Uh, this this behavior, behaving right or behaving not right at this time will uh, indeed uh, identify your brand or kill your brand at this point. Uh, and, and I'm sure you don't want that as a small or medium-sized business. You also talked about consistency and timing. What, is that, uh, what does that mean?
1: Well, whatever we put out there, um, you know, we, again, have to be um, in tune with who we are as a company and what our business stands for and also uh, being consistent with what we that we do, what we say we're going to do. And if we're going to say that we are taking care of our employees, not only say it, but also show it and um, show it to our employees and show it to our audiences. So everything that we say and do at this point should be, let's say, stay on message. So if our message throughout is going to be stay home, stay safe, then we not only need to keep saying that, but also show that. And, you know, not wait, not be the last to say what you need to say. Uh, The moment to talk to your employees is, well, it was already, but if you haven't, you know, this is the time being mindful of constantly communicating with anybody that, you know, holds any stakes in what you do, whether that is your employees or your co-workers or your clients or your prospective clients, there is a time for everything. So, talk to your people, keep them informed of whatever it is that it's happening and whatever you need to share so that they can feel supported and safe instead of going radio silent and have people guessing what's up.
0: You know, I'm off uh, task for just a moment here. I want to get your take. Um, the, the word essential businesses is a term that is kind of a weird term, uh, hard to define because essential, in some folks' eyes, is non-essential in other folks' eyes. What's your take on that? I know in Harris County and, you know, the Houston area as well, uh, we haven't been as uh, strict or stringent, or the government hasn't been as strict or stringent on uh, shutting businesses down or making folks stay at home, uh, which may be a mistake. Uh, But what is your take about the essential business thing?
1: Yeah, there's, so there's two terms that are getting, you know, that are getting a lot of attention and that we can say are trending terms right now. And one of them is uh, the now more than ever. Like, I, please stop saying now more than ever. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> just says now more than ever. We are aware. Sure. Yeah. So that one is just being thrown out there, you know, and it, at this point, it just feels a little manipulative. Um, and And then essential businesses. Like you were mentioning, that is uh subjective. I would say that would be, depending on who you ask, um, an essential business for me might not be an essential business for you. Yeah. and if as we can agree that our, there are things that are, let's say, essential to a common ground of the people that are really essential hospitals are really essential. you know, our first responders are really essential. supermarkets. Pharmacies are really essential. A lot of other things might not be as essential. They can still be important, but that doesn't make them so. Um, again, it depends. If I'm running a business that is depending on the internet, internet is an essential service to me, yeah. right? Sure. But if I sell desserts, internet is might not be essential to me if I only have a storefront and I have no online presence. Sure. So. I would say, you know, um, that's another term I would maybe stop overusing so much and just, uh, you know, keep in mind that if you really think about it everybody's business is an essential business because every business feeds families, has employees, and contributes to the community in some shape or form. So common sense, I would say, which is the least common of the senses, but again, would be a really good guiding principle on what really Is is essential essential. at this point. And, you know, government guidance is going to be crucial in this. Every time they go out there, whatever they say, people will just repeat. So I also think that I know we're trying to take care of the economy as well as much as we can, although we know things are going to change for everybody. And I know we're trying to save all the businesses, and I wish we could. but. At this point, we have to focus on, you know, another buzzword, flattening the curve. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, making sure the faster we stop everything and really take care of what we need to take care of, the faster we're going to be able to get back to normal.
0: Absolutely. I saw a commercial uh, of today, as a matter of fact, for a casino in Louisiana. It's like, Really? Really? Um seems to me that might have been a misplaced uh, uh, ad buy or something. And there's another commercial that's uh, running these days about uh, garden centers. Come on out. It's wide open. It's wonderful. Come buy some plants. It's like, do you really want to say that? I mean, I understand what you're trying to do, and I understand that you're trying to sustain and maintain. But is that the really smart thing to do here? And I'm not so sure that it is. Uh, that's just my opinion, though. You also have on your list take care of your credibility, and I guess that goes uh, back to your brand value statement as well. So, what is it, what is it about the uh, uh, taking care of credibility? Uh,
1: so, when we say taking care of uh, of our credibility as brands and as businesses, what I mean is, you know, being very careful about what we share. As business owners and as brands, we do have a lot of influence on not only our clients, but our communities, and now with social media, our followers as well. So what we say matters, and people will take it seriously if they respect you. So being very careful that anything that we share that has to do with the current situation that we reference authorized information that our sources are either from the government or from a respectable health organization that we know are true, And, you know, make sure that whatever we put out there is simple, is transparent and fact-based so that uh, we don't spread, you know, misinformation or create any more confusion or panic out there, which there is enough of that already. So we need to be mindful of our responsibility as to what we share.
0: Ad Speaks Houston here with uh, Ray Shillings, and our guest is uh, Valentina Gomez-Bravo, founder, CEO, and creative director at uh, Bunker 58. And we're talking about the things that your business should be doing right now uh, to talk to uh, your audience, your consumers, your clients, and such. And I think this next one here is uh, relevancy. I think it's great. Talk about what's relevant to your audiences. I think relevancy in, is is important at any point in time, but but especially now. How do how do businesses stay relevant in uh, talking to their audiences during COVID-19?
1: So that's a question that I've been answering a lot lately because a lot of my clients and um, a lot of people that follow us on social media have just asked me, I know I need to post, but I don't know what to say. Or I, need to, I, I know I need to call my clients, but I don't know what to say. And um, depending on what you do for your business, there are different things that we have to address no matter what. So, for example, if your business is um, a business that's based on projects, maybe reaching out with your clients and telling them where their project is at, what's the status, what are you working on, how can whatever is happening affect that project timeline or your deliverables. If you provide a service, you know, make sure that you tell your clients if you're open right now or if you're taking some time off, which is also very valid if you're not able to, you know, keep working right now. Tell them how your service might change. Maybe your hours have changed, not that you're working from home, or you decided to only limit, you know, your hours to two days a week. If you operate, let's say, a restaurant, you know, making sure that you tell your people what to expect if you're taking uh, takeout orders, if you're not, if you are how to do that, and then what your procedures are. So, anything that's going to affect your relationship with your customer is a topic of conversation. We want to manage expectations of everybody, not just your clients, but also your employees. Having information is very powerful at a time where we can't control 90% of what's happening around us. So whatever information we can have to give us some sense of security and control is going to be critical at this point. So, you know, keeping your clients at ease, keeping your employees at ease, you know, having a clear, these are the rules of the game as we know it right now type of situation. Uh, If you work with physical products, talk about, you know, what's your inventory like, if you have availability, if you don't, if there are going to be any delays in the process or changes in the scope of projects, Uh, maybe your results are going to be different. Um, Again, expectation management is going to be the key about this. And, you know, being honest and open we are all going through the same thing. So we are aware um, of, what, of what to expect. We know that, yes, a lot of people are active, but maybe are not as productive working from home as they usually used to be in their offices. So it's not like one client is not going to have an idea of what's going on and the other one will. So we will be understanding. Everybody's being, thankfully, very open uh, to just listening. And just being vulnerable, it's a good time to to talk about more than business with everybody that, you know, has anything to do with what you do.
0: You know, Bunker 58 is not a uh, legal counsel, but you also touched on uh, the, uh, the the legal aspect of uh, being in business at that time. And you also said that you uh, should talk to a, a professional or a lawyer. Uh, with what specifically are you talking about there as far as that goes?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I am not a lawyer whatsoever, (laughs) so this is not legal advice. But I Um, play
0: one on TV. Yes, no.
1: (laughs) I wish. You know, I do watch a lot of law shows, to be honest. (laughs) I think in my past life I might have been one. I don't know. But when it comes to your um, brand communications, there are a lot of things to still keep in mind from a legal standpoint if you run events or If you had any cancellations or if maybe you're at a point where people are returning things or are wanting to cancel projects, all of those things are going to have legal ramifications. So, again, expectation management, keeping the communication line open and having everybody be super clear on what's going on. And um, you might need to make sure that your contracts are in order. Like, what does your contract say? for times like this, are you? do you have to do a refund? Can you uh, do a payment plan for your clients? Um, anything that might affect your business legally, I think it's something that we should all be reviewing right now and making sure that we are clear about what that looks like to anybody that would be involved with something like that. And if you don't have a lawyer to talk to, maybe this would be a good moment to find one. Um, You know, going through all those things, checking that you are protected, that your clients, your employees, that everybody is protected and taken care of because we want to avoid, you know, further damage from, you know, future legal issues because of something that happened during this time. So uh, if you don't have anybody to talk to, um, I can recommend my own lawyer if you want to talk (laughs) to her. Um, And there are a lot of people out there also giving free resources on this topic as well. So um it's something that we sometimes forget. Because it's just a given. Yeah. But it might be good to make sure that, you know, you cross your teeth and dot your eyes on this one.
0: It's a very good idea. Not only that, your accountant as well, uh you know, for from the legal aspects of what's going on too. We've just been engaged with that. You know, your next point, share what you've been up to and how you can help Uh, Without being salesy, I love that. And i got to tell you something. I am getting so many things, banner ads and and just reminders and stuff that's popping up from our friends at Sweetwater Sound. Apparently, we buy a lot of stuff uh, in in the (laughs) audio industry. And uh, they're just reaching out and trying to get us to come on by and shop. There's a deal going on here. Uh, I just saw one a few minutes ago pass by on my laptop as well uh but but I think it's important that I I like the fact you don't want to be salesy uh during the process uh so y- you say if you provide any products or services that might have something to do with the coronavirus it's important that you're mindful of how you phrase it how you talk about it so it doesn't sound like you're trying to get praise or trying to take advantage of the situation I think that's an important aspect what what can you add to that valentina well
1: it's very hard to I think the art of good selling is uh not sounding like you're selling, so if we're not there yet at that point where we can actually accomplish that, um the reality is that not everybody um is having financial trouble, not everybody is stopping everything they're doing in your business, not everybody's stopping investment, you know people are still yeah. um, right. getting to do things, and some companies are operating business as usual with the caveat of you know several adjustments. So we don't have to stop everything. I know sometimes, and this is another conversation I've had a lot lately, a lot of my clients are like, feel guilty about selling right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's completely understandable, but at the same time, they do have employees to pay and they do have businesses to sustain. And the reality is that the world is not ending. So there will be an aftermath about this. And we want to make sure that, you know, most people, keep their businesses alive so you should share what you're doing if you do have a sale or if you have a promotion going on that could benefit your audience by all means please share it it's a matter of how you do it sure you know selling without acknowledging what's going on it's just it just feels wrong so um it's not the fact that you can't offer what you do it's just you have to say hey i know we we know we are aware and maybe that's why we have this Special offer right now yeah. for those of you who can and are willing and are interested in investing or buying something. There are a lot of people making a lot of money right now.
0: You know um, the the furniture companies uh, here in the Houston market specifically are are uh, are doing that. Uh, whether you're speaking about you know gallery or exclusive or any of any of those folks, they are talking about the fact that uh, here's what we're doing to make things better for you. Um, and it's very—it's again that very thin line of don't cross it, don't cross it, don't cross it. Uh, and I think one of the things you said here is uh, is important. It says lead by example. You say that brands have a really, really important role and important responsibility in our community. And obviously, you don't want to tarnish that brand now or down down the road. Talk about that.
1: And. Um- Yeah, and this ties back into my first point, which is everything that we do right now. Well, everything we do in our business should stem from our brand values anyway, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes we forget about that. And especially during these uh, moments, it's something that we need to be very, very in touch with. Um, Again, you know, do what you say you're going to do. Stay consistent. And make sure that you're being responsible with what you put out there. Like I said before, people will look at at you for guidance on some things. And if they respect you, they will take whatever you say very seriously. So we have a responsibility to make sure that what we are doing and what we are saying matches and that it's mindful of what's going on and that um, you are a positive reference in times like these where you are acting accordingly to what you say you are or to who you say you are as a business owner.
0: We've come to the part where this will be a quiz, so I want you to take notes here. Um, the three <laughs> E's, empathy, engagement, and education. Three things that, uh, uh, that Valentina says uh, she would invite you to keep in mind when you're uh, talking to your audience. Talk about empathy, engagement, and education. And remember, there is a quiz after this.
1: So empathy I'm huge on, not just now, but always. And it's a huge part of us at Bunker 58. Everything we do has a lot of that. And not because the world really needs it all the time, but now specifically, people need to feel like you understand them. So putting yourself in the shoes of the people that you're talking to and everything that you say, that you write, that you email, the tone should be cautious, should be understanding. You are aware. Ignoring what's happening is never the way to do it. Uh, it's not because you ignore it that it's going to disappear. And people know, will notice or feel like you don't care, and that's the last thing you want. So, you know, acknowledging it, like you said, and we were talking about it, the numbers are horrible. There's a lot of bad news all the time, but we need to stay optimistic. Because this, like I said, it will pass. And we need to be able to, you know, tell people and share with people that we trust the future, because if we're asking them to buy from us or to invest with us, they will not want to buy from somebody that has a very gloomy outcome in the future. They want to feel like you are someone that they can trust. And that's going to also help, you know, to avoid panic, to remind everybody that, you know, Teamwork makes the dream work. We're all in this together and we will find the solution to so whatever situation that is, whether that is that you can't sell right now or that you're just selling online or that your project might not be finished, but it will be finished in the future, that you can give them financial help, whatever that looks like for your business. But it, making sure that you show you care genuinely because it's not, nothing's hidden nowadays. So if you're not being genuine and honest, you'll mess up at some point and people will realize that. And, um, you know, that, you know, having that empathy is critical, but being able to engage with your audience, I would say, is the next thing. Uh, Whether it's your employees or whether it's your um, clients or your followers. We want to make sure that whatever we put out there instills confidence in our work and in our brand and that we know how to manage the situation, at least from the ground that we stand on, so that we start a conversation. If people comment, please reply, If you know, reach out, keep the conversation going and be consistent and also supporting everywhere you can and educate your people, not only in your services but uh, in what's going on and how you can help them. Anything that you figure out that you can share is great. Like I don't, I'm not a financial advisor, but I learned about the SBA and I shared it with my clients. They're also small businesses. So even though it's not my area of expertise or it's not a service that I offer, it's still valuable information that my clients might not know. So I'm, not only, you know, adding value to our relationship but also giving them something to learn, I could also help their business. You know, that's so, a, that's
0: an important uh, point. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying that it doesn't matter what you do. Um, it doesn't matter if you don't own a business either. If you're just a, uh, if you, if you are, let's say working from home because you work a 9 to 5 job and you know, you're just trying to stick it out, you also have a personal brand to take care of you know within your company and with your coworkers and with your boss so also being a resource to them is going to be positive and build and build up your reputation as well so as long as you stay empathetic engaging and educational within what you stand for i don't see, i mean you have nothing to lose and it should be okay
0: and much to win uh you know whether you know it or not or whether you like it or not there is a conversation going on about your business and it's a constant conversation and it's a conversation between all of your consumers and your clients and, and frankly uh, you need to be engaged in in that and, and one of the points here is take control of your narrative and reputation whatever you put out there it's a reflection Uh, of you. And what the people are saying about you is also a reflection. Actually, it's the truth because they are your brand. You're not the brand, by the way. Uh, Social media post, anything you have out there. You want to make sure, I think, and and what you're saying here, Valentina, is, you know, be careful what you say, be careful what you put out there, um, because it can really come back and bite you. Uh, Is that what you're talking about in this take control of the narrative?
1: Oh, for sure. You know, it's, since we are in a very um, uncommon situation, you know, our homes have turned into our workspaces and um, you have your typical, you know, office in the top, party at the bottom, jokes about your, you know, video conferences and things like that. And we're very inclined to share a lot of jokes, to say a lot of things and, you know, post more personal things because we're not all stuck at home. But we still have to remember Again, the world is not ending. So there will be an aftermath of this. So how did you behave during this time? What did you say? What did you share on social media? Did you overshare maybe? Did you uh, show yourself in a light where you really wouldn't want to be seen on a professional arena? Yeah. So taking care of what we put out there, not deciding not to post something is almost more important than figuring out what to post.
0: Very good. Your, your last point here in this uh, incredibly uh, uh, good piece that you've got on the website at Bunker 58 is all about timing and frequency. And it starts with, be careful with spamming or saturating your audience. Hint, hint, Sweetwater. We've been getting a, a lot of comments, you say, from people feeling overwhelmed with coronavirus-related spam. You know, as we talked, we're still getting robocalls uh, from the uh, the idiots that generate those things as well. But to talk about timing and frequency, because it, it's last on your list, but it's just as important as the first one on your list as well.
1: Well, yeah, robocalls have been driving me nuts, mm-hmm. um, and you, and I'm sure everybody else. But um, yeah, timing is going to be crucial, and I know we've been we've all subscribed to a gazillion websites or newsletters, or so anytime you bought something and you, they got your email, I'm sure you get an email from them at some point. Well, some of them go to spam. Some of us have tools to, like, clear out your inbox and things like that. But, of course, everybody is trying to tell the world what they're doing during this time. And it's totally valid. And, you know, if it's a little up to us how many things we subscribe to. So, You know, if you're subscribed to a thousand places, you're going to get a thousand emails. Um, Is it their fault to have to communicate? No. Do we maybe want to clean up our inbox and unsubscribe to things we no longer use? Definitely. But even so, if it's something that does matter, let's say it's a current client that you have, you do have to put stuff out there. Just. Don't abuse it. Like, we don't need one separate email for all the things. How about we do one monthly email for a status update or every two weeks or maybe once a week, depending on what you really need to, to share. Uh, people are really hating their inbox right now, if they're even looking at it, if we think about that. So, prioritize who you need to talk to so you talk to those who matter first. Maybe anybody that's actively involved in your business is your number one person to contact, right? And if they're actively working with you, they are expecting to hear from you. So you, it won't feel like you're spamming them. Either your current clients, the people that work with you, co-workers, things like that. Uh, after you cover those people, then you can start, you know, talking to your email list or talking to, you know, those leads that you got from your latest networking event or your social media audience. So just prioritize so that it doesn't feel overwhelming and make sure that whatever you're sharing is something that they actually are going to value and that it's actually important to put there. This is not the time to, you know, try to send a 25 chain marketing funnel just for the sake of it. Um, We don't want people to start blocking us because when coronavirus ends, we we want to be able to Step into their inbox
0: at that point. Yeah, I, I know. There's a few that I've seen of an abundance of why are you Why do you keep doing this? Stop! Stop already! You're not helping me, and as a result, I'm getting a very bad taste of, of who you are, and I'll remember that as well. And I'm sure I'm not alone. You know, this is a great a great list of uh, of uh, checkpoints, uh, and if you do have any questions regarding uh, you know what's going on now and how to best manage that. Uh, uh, Valentina has the email info at Bunker58.com that you can uh, uh, you know, reach out via email or actually uh, call Bunker58 and talk about that. But I really um, appreciate the fact that you took the time to put this uh, together and I understand you've been busy talking with lots and lots of folks about this plan. Uh, you are not alone in this market. There are a lot of great agencies that are doing this, but I, th- I think you do it uh, very well. Valentina is also uh, a member of the American Advertising Federation Houston board and doing great things uh, there. And that's a whole nother challenge when you get right down to it. I mean, this has been a weird shift for all of the things that we do, uh, from student conference to... Uh, Uh, To events, uh, adventure, the Mosaic Awards, which you are a winner of as well, uh, all changed, all changed dramatically, and uh, we're not going to get them back to the way they were, at least uh, for a long time now. But, uh, but hopefully, Valentina, you're doing, you're doing good there, as good as can be expected, and staying well uh, too, uh, right? And and obviously, you've got a positivity thing going too. That's a good thing.
1: Yes, yeah, so well, I, I try to keep myself sane at this point. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's been, you know, a lot of changes for everybody. And what we've been doing the most of at the agency this past week or so, it's just doing strategy calls with our clients and with people that are trying to figure out how to pivot right now. You know, what services to transform, what can they offer right now? that they didn't, how can they adapt, you know, updating their websites, making sure that they're getting the correct information, getting their online stores up. If they didn't, uh, you know, what can they offer if their doors are closed? What else can they do? So we've been having a lot of consulting sessions on that conversation at the moment. And I would say I'm happy that most of the people that we've been talking to are also staying positive and are... Trying to get creative. And what I love about this is that um, times like these bring a lot of innovation. So I'm pretty sure a lot of new businesses will come out of this. A lot of new ways of doing business will also come out of this new inventions, new things. So not everything is bad. And, um, you know, I'm open to, we're still, you know, taking um, clients, taking consultations. We are offering a discount because of what's happening. So uh, if it's a conversation that anybody wants to have, we are here to support.
0: Hi, that's a great way to uh, to finish our conversation. I wanted to add something, too. I was watching uh, television, which I do in in short periods because if I do it too long, it becomes depressing. But on a positive note, there's a guy up in Michigan who is manufacturing this new type of a, uh, a ventilator. It's a, It's like a head thing you put on and you pump oxygen into it and people can breathe and he's just a guy he's got a few employees up in michigan and richard branson from uh, virgin uh airlines virgin mm-hmm. uh, franchise he heard about this and he called the guy he said so, well, so what do you need he goes well we need more machines and shortly after that uh this machine company says okay uh we're sending you uh you know 28 new machines or whatever uh, some uh, a friend of yours just paid for all of these. I would love to at this particular point in time. If you are someone of uh, of uh, capability uh, financially, if you can say, "Listen, how can I do? How can I take some of that money? It's just hanging out there and doing stuff." And we all know that not everyone has been uh, hit equally uh, with this COVID nineteen virus. There are some who are devastated, others who are superficially, uh, uh, you know, challenged. But if, if, you know, folks who have The ability to fund stuff like this, the fact that Branson went ahead and bought these machines so this dude can manufacture more of these things so that we can help more people, I thought that was pretty cool. And I think one thing you said earlier, I think people at this point in time, they do step up. There are people out there who do step up and do good things and make a difference. I would love to see uh, more of that happening as we wander our way through this incredibly weird crisis that we're having in the world. 100%
1: 100% without going that far. Uh, there is a lady here uh, in in the woodland. She has a fashion company, so she does uh, apparel and like alterations and things like that. Very small business. Just started like six months ago. And she shifted her entire production and she's doing uh, disposable uh, masks. Wow. And donating them for free. She's just asking for people to either buy the materials for her or send her money to buy them and uh, she had experience doing materials like this when um years ago uh when we had the n1h1 virus crisis and the flu and she just used that again and she's just doing that in her home has the box at the door people can come pick up the free mask i mean it doesn't take much and people are getting super creative and i think that Just, you know, more hope for the future of all the new things and good things that will come from
0: this. Thanks for listening to Feel the Ad Love. Visit us at RadioloungeUSA.com anytime. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes, Spotify, and Google. Do that and you will never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. Until next time, come to the lounge and feel the ad love. Copyright 2020.